how to start. Well, you know, it's just writing. I mean, here's something important to remember about dialogue. Every word matters. No, it doesn't. They're modern. I want to go to this place that I think it needs to go to. The only thing that counts is what you see on the screen. I will write like four or five, six hours a day. And it will be a voice made of ink and rage. Okay, I'm, re I'm really glad you asked me that question. Welcome to Creative Principles. I'm your host, Brock Swinson. In this podcast interview series, I'll be speaking with writers, directors, actors, musicians, chefs, and various other types of creatives as we bridge the gap between creativity and productivity. Here we'll be discussing the habits, routines, and lessons that help promote a successful creative life. If this is your first time listening, make sure to subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. This episode is brought to you by IronJohnGear.com. In between your creative pursuits, make sure to check out Iron John Gear for top apparel, footwear, fitness items, outdoor supplies, sports gear, and much more. Visit the website for top deals on things like lanterns, backpacks, tents, snow clothing, bomber hats, sunglasses, fishing gear, and more. Visit ironjohngear.com today and save money on your next adventure. In addition to Iron John Gear, make sure to also check out Freelancer Class, where you can learn how to become a freelancer full-time or part-time. The online course will teach you how to make money online as a writer, marketer, designer, virtual assistant, accountant, or salesperson. Stay tuned after the show to learn how to get access for free to this $99 valued freelancer course, along with some other free items on our website, creativeprinciples.live. Lars Kepler is the pseudonym of the critically acclaimed husband and wife team Alexandra and Alexander Adril. The international best-selling Luna Lina series has sold 12 million copies in 40 languages. They're both established writers before they adopted the pen name Lars Kepler and have each published several acclaimed novels. They currently live in Stockholm, Sweden. In this interview, the couple discusses their new book, The Sandman, how they made the important and difficult decision to work as collaborators, how writing together can be like jazz, and the logistics of writing fiction eight to ten hours a day, every day, for a year. Uh, we were already acclaimed writers. We been, had been married for many years. But I think it's because fundamentally it's very lonely to be a writer. Like when you write a novel, you can't let anyone else into what you're doing, uh, because if you do, you might lose this um, spe specific spark you need to re write this specific story. You know, you have this good story, and you take a beer with a friend, and you tell him about what you're writing, and when, then, then when you come home to your study and start to continue to write, it's gone. So uh, yeah. the idea was uh, we had this dream of collaboration. Uh, to you know, sidestep the lonely side of, of the of writing, yeah, writing yeah. because writing is fantastic, but but loneliness is not so. Yeah, so we we really we really had many failed attempts and a lot of arguments before we we found the key for the collaboration, and and the key was actually creating Lars Kepler, a third writer. Who wasn't me or Alexander, but a writer in his own, on his own. So yeah, it it started with this dream of collaboration, and then 
many failed attempts, and finally Lars Kepler was born. How might you define Lars Kepler, and then where does that name come from? Well, from start, we, had, we gave him a, we made a picture of him. He, he's not at all, like, looks, he doesn't look like, like we do. Uh, and we gave him a story. He was a teacher once, and so forth. He, he had this um, tragedy in his personal life and became lonely now. Now he works nights at uh, a homeless hostel and writes crime fiction in, in the daytime. So we even gave him, you know, special habits. Like Alexandra and I, we, we prefer coffee in the morning, but he required tea and lemon biscuits. It's, it sounds silly, but it was a way to trick ourselves to, to continue to be creative together. Yeah, and uh, the name Lars Kepler comes from, um, Lars is actually a tribute to Stig Larsson, um, the Swedish writer who died so early before he saw his works being published, because we felt that he really inspired us. So we always want to pay tribute to Stig Larsson. And uh, the name Kepler, it's a nod in the direction to the German genius scientist Johannes Kepler, who lived for many hundred years ago. <laughs> It's really interesting. I've heard of some other writers that might have a pen name or, or musicians that may have a persona, but I haven't. Do you know other writers that have done this, or is this kind of a first? No, I think it's quite common, actually, when you want to present a new voice, a new yeah. kind of story. So I think even Joyce Carol Oates and Stephen King has had pen names. Yeah, but, but, but as a married couple, it's not that usual because... Even though uh, we love each other and been married for many years and have three daughters, it's not that easy to, to, to write together. So, uh, yeah, but but with Lars Kepler it has been very, yeah. very easy yeah, yes, and very fantastic, like a, like a jazz session or something. I've interviewed uh, a lot of screenwriters who write, you know, they write films together, but I've never interviewed um, author partnerships like this before. And I've read that you guys share everything from the first line to the last sentence. Can you kind of elaborate about the logistics of your storyboarding and writing to the final draft? Uh, well, it all starts with, with, a, with an idea, of course. So, so basically it's about discussions. We, we talk yeah. all the time. So. So we start to talk about ideas, um, you know, to find the heart of the story. And after that, we, yes, as you said, like uh, a screenplay writer, uh, we... We make notes. Yeah, we, we made hundreds of notes with all the different scenes because we have to have the same story when we write. And we put the notes on the wall, we hang them on the, on the wall, and then, so we can, you know, overview uh, the story. And then we start to dream up the story and we stand in front of the wall and discuss and move the pieces of paper around and make new ones, of course. So that, that's the start. When we do that for a month before we feel that the narrative is complete. Yeah, and then um, when we start to write, we, I, I may write one scene that I'm particularly interested in and Alexander another, and then we just email our text to each other, and then we continue. Even though we see side by side, we email. Yeah, so... We just continue, mm -hmm. I continue in Alexander's text and he continues in mine, and then we keep on swapping text until, yeah, it's all, we don't know who, who wrote what in the end. Logistically speaking, are, are you using a program that 
you know, you can both share in the same document or using two different documents and then comparing them together. No, yeah, we yeah, are, we are, not a word program. Yeah, so. we are so old-fashioned there. <laughs> you know, we just email. and <laughs> Yeah, I know there are such programs, but uh, we keep, uh, we, yeah. We, it, it, it works for us yeah. to, to do it in this kind of old-fashioned way. Uh, it's a way to, to save your work all the time, too. So you, by emailing, you always have a safe copy somewhere yeah. in the space. <laughs> I um, also read that you briefly considered writing together on a children's book. How did you go from that original idea to writing a crime, crime thriller like this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, that was one of the failed attempts. That yeah, was our first attempt. We, we, the first idea was that we just wanted to write together. So we didn't know what what we wanted to write, just, just write. Yeah, and then we... We started with a children's book because we thought that would be so easy, but it turned out to be a disaster because uh, we, it was before Lars Kepler was born, so Alexander was very grouchy when I said something and tried to change something. And, well, <laughs> yeah. well we, we, we laugh at it. We, we laugh at it now, but um, after we gave up this idea of a children's book, we, we tried to write a play. Yeah, because I, I had written a lot of drama and Alexander had been an actress for many years before she started to write novels. So we thought that yeah, would be thought, a piece of cake. <laughs> yeah, but it turned out to be too difficult too. And I think bringing two writers together, it was overwhelming in a way. We yeah. couldn't uh, give up our own individual styles. That's no, why we needed our separate. Yeah. And uh, I, I understand that it may seem a long distance between a children's book and our yeah, very, very <laughs> dark books. But uh, this is the story yeah. Lars Kepler wants to write, and we love crime yeah. fiction. Actually, it's it's such a great genre to tell. Uh, yeah, the kind of stories that mm, we we want stories. to say. Yeah, we want to tell. So the original problem, though, was more, was it more about, like, style, as in writing style, or was it about plot, or just kind of a little bit of everything? Mostly the about, voice. yeah, the yeah. style, the, 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 the author's voice, because that's a really sensitive part, because... Uh, yeah, we wanted to have a certain Kepler tone, and uh, as soon as um, we had the name Lars Kepler and understood... Uh, the stories he wanted to say, we, we knew the tone immediately. And, and it's, I know that many writers who write together, they divide chapters between them or characters, but we wanted to have one writer's voice, as Alexander yeah. said. And, and from start, as individual writers, we were really different, uh, our voices as, as, yes. uh, as novelists. So <laughs> it's, it's quite understandable that it wasn't that easy to... to, to Yes, merge them. For other writers who are listening to the show who may be considering either a, a pen name or a pseudonym like this, did you also consider this as a way for you to explore or also as a kind of a way to protect your original work? Oh, yes, yeah, it's absolutely it's a way to separate the, the different kinds of books, and it is really a good thing. And also, I can say for our marriage, it has been a fantastic thing. It's it's such a joy writing together and doing these things together, doing research and traveling around, meeting readers. So uh, I would absolutely say that this is the best 
thing we've ever done right together. And in the beginning, we said that we can always go back to our own individual writing, but but it hasn't. Uh, we we hasn't. We no, haven't wanted no, no, it yet. This is, no, this is too good to. This is the best to write again. Yeah, because you have new input, flow. new input all the time. It's it never ends. The inspiration when you two. So we love it. Yeah. <laughs> Did it solve any other problems? Like before, when you were writing individually, did you suffer from writer's block or things like that that you don't have to worry about as much together? Absolutely, it's true. Because now, uh, if we just feel like, in, for instance, Alexander often has this dialogue he can absolutely yeah. hear. And I hear he... the characters speak, and I, uh, yes, follow and write. <laughs> you write the dialogue, uh, yeah. and then you send it to me, and I give it a context. Before that, uh, when that happened, when I wrote individual, uh, I had to, of course, wait and walk around and think <laughs> until I saw the faces, I saw the setting and so forth. Now I just emailed the dialogue to Alexandra, and uh, an hour later I have, have it back, and then the faces are there, the move, movements, they walk through deep snow or anything, or whatever, and it's, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, you don't but, have that blocking anymore because no, you can always be on top of the inspiration since you get so much input all the time. Of course, uh, we always, uh, you know, when you write, you, you, it sometimes stops, but when you too, you just start to uh, talk about it. We have a dialogue and then it's... Uh, the, yeah, we create, solve the yeah, problems. And yeah. the flow is back, so it's, it's a lot faster anyway. Um, so author Lee Child is, is uh, commented on this book. He's the author of the Jack Reacher series. He described this, that the Sandman is like meeting Hannibal Lecter all over again. What were some of your inspirations for this new book? <laughs> well, uh, we were at a dinner in the Netherlands, yeah, and we met this, um, this man who used to work as a secret agent for Mossad. Um, and he told us a lot of interesting things. Yeah, it was things. amazing. We, we asked uh, maybe too many questions, but uh, it was a nice dinner party. Yeah, and, and he really gave us the inspiration to, for an undercover story, because that's, uh, that's what the Sandman is. It's about secret agent who must um, yeah, pretend to be a patient. Yeah, pose as a patient at the, at, at the same ward as... Uh, so, so I can understand um, uh, the comp why Lisha compared it to, to to Hannibal Lecter because it's the same setup in some way. Uh, uh, agent, special agent, must talk to a serial killer to to save a save a girl. So, <laughs> yeah, but so. it was really a frightening. Um process writing yeah. this book because we, we made so much research about serial killers and uh, especially those who seemed intelligent and who had strategies and communicated yeah. and uh, we just interlaced all this research with our own deepest fear and yeah. there he was, our Eurek Walter and, mm. and he was so terrifying that I had nightmares every night when we wrote this book. <laughs> I dreamt that Eurek Walter was coming after us. Uh, what was some of that research? Were you mostly reading books? Were you watching interviews with serial killers? Where did that kind of come from? Yeah, we read about it and we spoke to uh, criminologists and police officers. And psychologists, and, of course. And yeah. we went to a lot of wards 
too. Um, yeah. But we we didn't meet actual serial killers. There are not that many in Sweden anyway. Uh, but um, uh, we we talked to to doctors about it. So. Yeah, it was kind of a very heavy research because uh, yeah, the the life inner life of serial killers, the real world serial killers, it's. It's about lack of love yeah. and emptiness, and it's so so depressing actually that we had to create our own fictional Jurek Walter. And it's interesting because that's for us. It's the only backside of writing crime fiction is uh, some part of the research because it's uh, so horrifying and depressing. And, yeah, um, and it 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 concerns real people. Yeah, real, real suffering. And, mm. Crime fiction, it's it's fun because it, it's it's fiction and it's, it's yeah and, it and goes, it goes yeah, yeah exactly. it's, it's a journey from from chaos to order and and from um, riddle to the answer so so it's it's a positive journey in some way yeah in real life it's not like that unfortunately. So what was the writing process for this book like? How long did it take you on a on a timeline from when you first had the idea? Uh, to the finished draft? Well, usually writing a book... For it, us? Yeah. yeah, it's about a year's work. Yeah. From the, as you say, the original idea. And we write, you know, eight or ten hours a day, every day, holidays too. So it, it's a quite a long process, but we too. So. Yeah, we are too. Was there anything else you'd like to share about the book, or are you, are you working on uh, sequels or future books like this as well? Yeah, I would like to say that the Sandman is the first, it has never been published here in the U.S. before, and um, we are very happy with the translation. And um, and uh, Knopf, our publishing house, they they are uh, releasing the three previous books too in the same in this new translation, which makes us very happy. So they start this summer with a with a backlist, and then they continue with the sequels, yeah. but. But every book of us is a, is a standalone. But if you read them um, together, you will have the epic story about our main characters, Jonah Lynn and Saga Bauer. But they are absolutely meant to, to be read one by one, too. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Before you leave, don't forget to sign up for the weekly newsletter. We also get free access to the freelancer course, Master the Freelancer Mindset. This system will teach you exactly how to find clients online, which includes step one, the psychology of the mindset, step two, how to create a killer profile, and step three, how to find quality clients. This online course is valued at $99. It can be yours for free. In addition to the free course, you'll get access to the ebook, How Hollywood Screenwriters Annihilate Writer's Block. This contains advice from Aaron Sorkin, Carrie Fukunaga, and William Monahan. You can find all of this and more on creativeprinciples.live Visit the website for new interviews, articles, and the daily blog. That's creativeprinciples.live.